it's direct from the beautiful Inland Blue Studios. Honey, this is the Nerd Life Crisis Podcast with your host, that fine-ass Chris Thayer, that beautiful Steve Hill, and that big hunk of chunk of meat, Ron Mills. Woo, mama's hot up in here. Let's get this party started. Alright everybody and welcome back to the Nerd Life Crisis Podcast here with your host today Chris there, Todd Pimble And I'm Ron Miltz, Todd sitting in for Steve again today And uh, we've we've kind of made the official decision that Todd is now our D'Artagnan He's our Ringo, he's the uh, person that's not important to the story but helps it get along Porkins Holy shit <laughs> I'm could Porkins you, could you, you, I think that's it No, you're, you're, you're not Porkins In the Star Wars universe you would definitely be Biggs Jar Jar You are the Biggs of this yeah. universe of Star Wars, I'd say of... Uh, Not Im- the Wedge, but definitely the Bigs. You're the Bigs, yeah. Where it's like you had a bigger part in the original, but then we cut you down to like one sequence in the Death Star run, you know? Although At Wedge, least they got to be in the Death Star Wedge run. Wedge would be apt as well, right? Uh, is, is Which one dies? Bigs, Bigs dies. Oh, no, then he's the Wedge. Okay. Wedge is there throughout the entirety. Well, and I'm still living. Maybe so. it could be Dak, where he's like, I feel like I could take on the entire Empire by myself. Yeah, and then like- he dies like the next frame. <laughs> Good luck Pew! getting that optimism out of me. <laughs> uh, you know what? Actually, no, I take it back. You're like you're like the wicket of our podcast here. Yep, nope. <laughs> exactly. Yep, you're- nope. At the end of the episode, Todd will sing the Ewok celebration song, the original one for us. Which one's wicked? Is that the Ewok or is that the guy with the vagina face? That was no. Neon Nub is Man. the one with the vagina what, wait, face. Wait, what's his name? Neon Nub. He Nia was the Nub? co. Nee was the co-pilot for Lando Calrissian. The one that has the big snatch. On Here's his face. what's really funny: the episode a couple back where we were wrecking on the uh, uh, all the bounty hunters. <laughs> I knew all their names, but not knowing their names pissed Steve off. That's so I continued funny. to use their pseudo names because I'm a dork and I literally can name. That's all of the movie characters terrifying oh yeah I'm all Forlom Zuckus IG-88 Boss. Boss I know all these fucking guys but watching Steve get angrier and angrier <laughs> as I was all a fucking bug guy and lizard meth <laughs> and, and Mr. Spray Can for a head <laughs> like all that shit by itself is just worthwhile but yeah so Todd the Wedge Antilles of the, uh, the group yes. I think he's more the vagina face dude <laughs> What I want to know is, is that guy's nose the clit? I want to know these Unfortunately, this face hasn't been near the <laughs> oh, But at least it still smells like it. All right, moving on. All right, guys. So now that we had our, our male-dominated uh, uh, portion of the show, we need to get into the big topic of discussion, which is rape on Game of Thrones. No, hey. I'm just kidding. Well, let's actually talk about Game of Thrones, uh, and we'll skirt the subject, uh, but I don't want to go too deep into it. We are all... Oh, oh. <laughs> you are just... Off, dude. <laughs> right. I, look, I, what I want to do is I want to penetrate deep into, <laughs> into this okay, issue. Yeah, it's okay, you're going there. I was like, <laughs> I thought we were going to gloss sitting over here going, it. Did he really just I, go I, I was not, deep in the same? I was not intentionally going there until I said it, and then Chris caught, and I was like, "Fuck, I did that." So let's let's go all the way to our female <laughs> audience member out there. I want to. Uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Drea. Sorry, Drea. I apologize now. <laughs> and Amber. Yeah, and Amber. <laughs> yeah. Although. Although we did have a Facebook listener officially step up and say that the biggest bitches on the podcast, like she was sad that we had not had women until last episode when she realized that we're all a bunch of bitches. Yeah. So we appreciate that as well. And so. I appreciate Thank her you. not naming me by name. 
in that post. I think we all assumed she was referring to you. Yeah, I mean, she didn't she didn't classify one, two, three, four. And if so, she can suck it too. <laughs> the electric like the boog- suck it too, the electric boogaloo? That's my <laughs> Yeah, terrible twosie later. <laughs> uh, let's talk Game of Thrones, you guys. So this has been, we're, we're all actually getting close to the end of the season. We've got three episodes left. Yeah, man. Uh, episode seven just uh, uh, was released yesterday. Did you watch it? I, I did. I know Todd doesn't have HBO and he catches up uh, on the back well, end when the yeah, season's it, done. It sucks to be Todd because so, we're spoiling this moment. Uh, it's all right. Well, at this point, I, like, I had to hear about the red wedding and all the weddings. You know, so, I mean, the one thing I did learn matter. from Game of Thrones is don't get married. I, I Nothing think, but good things happen. I think all fantasy sci-fi teaches us don't get married. Well, uh, you get, Star Wars teaches you that women lead to the dark side. Exactly. Um, women do well, lead to the dark no, side. But Luke got to get busy with Leia there briefly. and That's the dark side as well, dude. Know? Incest is not the light side. <laughs> no, look at what happens with Cersei and, and Jamie. It's look, all good. They wait, become wait, wait. king and queen. Todd's like, not uh, wrong it's, about it's this. The Hand fir- of the king. It's the first romantic ballad that Coldplay that- has done about <laughs> yeah. incest. We'll get to that in just a second. Because that... Uh, oh, let's fuck it. We'll just do it now. Uh, we're going to talk a lot about Game of Thrones at the top of this episode, so spoilers beware. But if you haven't seen it yet, uh, Coldplay released a brilliant 12-minute video uh, uh, online uh, that's essentially Coldplay writing the musical version of Game of Thrones, and they bring back a ton of actors from that have been on the show or on the show to participate in said musical. And uh, I think uh, Rastafarian Targaryen is like one <laughs> of my definitely yes. the highlight. <laughs> that oh, Rastafarian Targaryen. That and uh, uh, Jon Snow, uh, Kit Harington singing to uh, uh, the Wildling, the version yeah. of Wild the Wildling. I yeah, think. I was, uh, honestly, I saw it going around the internet, and I knew it was a spoof. But I didn't know the extent to which this like committed. It's pretty. Pre- it's really, really committed and, to this. And concept. every moment where it, you feel like it's just like, oh, they've milked this for all it's worth. No. Like they come back with another one. Oh, dude. <laughs> they- I was ready for another 12 minutes. Uh, yeah, I could have watched like, I, an entire movie the version of that. first romantic ballad about incest in Coldplay's <laughs> Cold history. history. Yeah. Yeah. That, no, it was, it was brilliant. And I think it lends extra credibility to it and extra humor that the actual actors are in it. Oh, and I love the moment with Ramsey and Theon. Yes. Like, where they have the moment where the two actors see each other, <laughs> see each and other Theon's, like, about to cry, and they're like, oh, hey, how you doing? <laughs> like, there's so many great moments, but my, my all-time favorite was when he's like, uh, you're a little, little flat on the lings, and, and she's like, you know nothing, Chris Martin. That's pretty funny. <laughs> it's, like, pitch perfect. Like, uh, loved it. Absolutely now, loved it. Now, as I was watching that, I found it weird to see her, in particular, in, like, regular clothes. Okay. Did you feel the same way? Well, I also felt the same way about the guy that plays Robert Baratheon. Uh, yeah. Like, he, because he's a lot older than he looked on the TV show. Yeah. You know, and so it, it's, you know, I, I would have loved if they could have somehow gotten Sean Bean. They got Liam Neeson. How could they not have gotten Sean Bean, yeah, right? what is with that? So, What's Sean Bean doing that's that oh. amazing that he can't go on this Well, thing? Liam Neeson, okay, did you ever see the show, uh, the Warwick Davis show on HBO? You don't have HBO. Uh, I saw one or two episodes There of is it. a bit, because Liam Neeson actually has great comedic timing, even yeah. though he's deadpan, yeah. completely deadpan. And there's just this great moment on this show where he like comes into Ricky Gervais, and he's like, I, 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 you know, like, I want to, I like I really want to go into comedy and they're like oh okay well let's try some improv now and he goes oh, okay uh, uh, why don't you set the scene and we'll go he goes okay and he goes um, I have AIDS and they're like whoa, whoa, whoa Liam that's really not and he goes uh, you know I, I've come from Africa in a starving third world country <laughs> like in that very Liam Neeson way and it's sort of like the voiceover for that is more of that where it's like Liam Neeson being 
funny yeah. and only that way that Liam Neeson can do it. Yeah, you know? I mean, it's, it, that's the thing is it's it's totally deadpan, totally serious. Yes, and it's it's not so much what he how he's saying it, but what he's saying. That right, makes it funny. and because let of, me get my skates. Yeah. <laughs> When they're gonna do uh, uh, yeah. taking the, take the yeah. musical, the ice, taking the, the ice, the ice uh, capade or ice show, yeah, yeah that yeah. was great. Taking taking on ice, taking on ice, and Breaking Bad, the ballet <laughs> <laughs> music by Coldplay. Uh, but if you haven't t- checked this out, we linked it on the Facebook page. Uh, uh, I want to say it's uh, uh, it's part of a uh, foundation, uh, Red Nose Day, which yeah. is like a comedy clown uh, uh, foundation raising money and awareness for. The abuse of clowns at children's parties, I think, is what that's for. <laughs> I don't, honestly, I don't know what the charity is, but I actually have no I idea. I have what no the, clue, but that sounds brilliant, man. <laughs> I have no idea what the charity's for either. Uh, maybe it's supporting abuse of clowns at children's parties. Yeah, well, parties. it's like if you would be more. Have you ever? Well, would like, you just call it the John Wayne Gacy Foundation? Oh, oh, I don't remember who that is. A serial killer from Chicago that used to dress like a clown. Wasn't that it? The Stephen King movie? No. No, this was no, this a, a real, real person. This oh, a real oh, person. this was an actual serial yes. killer. The he, name sounds he, familiar. He buried all the bodies underneath his house. And oh, wasn't that what most serial killers do? Uh, no, no in the fridge. Dahmer kept them in the fridge. Well, he um, ate them. Uh, son of Sam just left them in the car after he shot them. Yeah, but we didn't know um, who Son of Sam was. I assume, still don't. I assume if we'd have found Sam. We know who Son of Sam, Sam is. Is David Berkowitz. Is that who it was? Zodiac Killer is the one that they don't there know. There you right. go. There you go. Yes. The horror dude over here. So we've knows taken a very killers. bizarre twist <laughs> in this So here on our serial killer <laughs> podcast here, <laughs> special guest forensic all, psychologist Todd Pemble. Yeah, I just uh, lost all possible dates I might get from doing this podcast. By <laughs> Wait, you're going to get a date like from serial, doing this podcast? Yeah, probably not, but... <laughs> Dude, I'm married and I can't even get a date for my wife from doing this podcast. I, here's what I love. I love when I have conversations with people and I'm like, yeah, I do. I do a podcast and we're, we're fairly, you know, we've got a, a good listenership and we're, you know, we're not, I wouldn't say we're like super popular, but we're fairly, you know, you know, we're getting known and people go, oh, that's great. What else do you do beside the podcast? Yeah. Because yeah. you're like, you can't sell this as anything other than, you know, yeah. three guys fucking off, you know, with some occasional guests. But, uh, uh I'm but just yeah. really hoping for some credits to come like WonderCon next year with some Harley Quinn walking by or something. You know, yeah, and you're going to be like, you should, you should listen to the podcast because I talk about jerking it to you a lot on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think you would take that as a compliment. So, no, I, just, That's just Margot Robbie. Not, oh, not all Harley Quinns? Yeah. Once again, I will also say to any of our, our uh, cosplay players out there, if you are Harley Quinn, please make your giant mallet out of something that looks lighter than a bucket or other things that look like they're excruciatingly heavy to carry. Because some of you girls, I felt really sorry for you after about three hours of con when it you're carrying made out a giant of laundry hammer. baskets. Uh, really? Yeah. Because I, I saw baskets, a Home Depot bucket. End to end cardboard. That still sounds really heavy. And unwieldy. Yeah. Like I'm just saying. Well, come see me. I'll help. Oh, you. Are you gonna help carry some? They can. I'll lug that around them for them. I'll give them something to lug around. For well, me. you would make a great killer croc, and you don't even need much costuming. So, <laughs> <laughs> like the one in the the photo. Yeah, exactly. You got that job or rockbiter thing going for you, you know? <laughs> you know? Yes. Uh, the yeah. rockbiter, by the way, is the giant rock character from the Neverending Stories, who literally bites rocks. Yeah. And uh, Todd, if you ever look at his jaw, has a very uh, uh, what's prominent like, jawline is what I would I use. I have like a Jay Leno. Well, I guess he's just a chin. I don't he's just got a chin. You've got the full jaw. Like you could be like, 
they looked like really strong hands, you know? (laughs) (laughs) That's Todd. All right. Uh, So back to Game of Thrones, you guys. Uh, uh, Game of Thrones just finished episode seven. Um, I'm glad that Bronn didn't die. Uh, I was very happy that the Sand Snakes uh, cured him after the obvious poisoning from the uh, week before. Did we switch Um, to Doom? Dude, you know what? How hot was that scene? A little bit. Like twisted hot. Yeah, a little bit. And like, she, the actress, very beautiful. But but there was something like I sensual. It was the power. And as he that, was dying. Yes. Like like she's like showing him her stuff as he's dying. And she's, and like, she's like, who's the most beautiful woman most you've beautiful ever seen? Woman. She's <laughs> like, my name is Enigo Montoyo. <laughs> <laughs> you saw my vagina. Prepare to die. <laughs> Dude, it was, it was really bizarrely erotic. I... Yeah, apparently I I want to be near death. Uh, apparently so, right? Um, but there was uh, of all the things I thought was finally the most interesting moment is uh, Daenerys and Tyrion finally in the same room together. After no, five. that wasn't it for me. Really? Because as a book reader, like we've been waiting for this in the book really? for a long time. Yeah, now don't yeah. tell me. I don't want to know what happens. It don't matter at this point. the The show has moving moved so far away from the books at this point. Like, as far as storytelling goes, yeah. I have no idea what to expect week yeah. to week. I'm like, missing Steve, so I'm going to play the part real quick. Hey, has winter come yet? It is not. <laughs> it is not. But it's getting snowy up in Winterfell, I will now, say that. Now, here's what I don't understand. It seems like up there it's been winter all this whole time. Yeah, you're missing the point. It's like, be, it's like living in Minnesota. It's like not winter only like three months of the year. So you get nine months of winter in Winterfell. And I thought winter was already there. But they mentioned it, and they finally mentioned it, like, specifically, like, how many years will this winter last for Stannis and them? That's the point. It's not that winter is like, oh, it's going to be cold. It's like, if we don't have proper food stores, if we don't have, I mean, what do you grow in the dead of winter? Why would their winter be years? Because it's just the way that their world works. That's like fucking Alaska, man. It'd be like, I don't know, like another planet. They revolve around the sun differently than us. That's dumb. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> Chris is all you know what fuck science <laughs> um, what do you think about uh, as far as things go uh, what do you think here's ab- what for me was the big moment okay go ahead watching Cersei thrown in the goddamn jail cell okay that was the like pinnacle of the entire series for me finally getting her due fine well finally at least somebody like throwing her ass down yeah fair because enough. i am so over her and let me tell you i am like way over the religious nut jobs oh yeah but i've been over that since day one that's only gonna get worse that doesn't get better See, i hate that i hate watching that kind of stuff it I, I was at the point where i'm like something needs to happen because I'm really sick of these nuts. The season has been about uh, the, the obvious uh, juxtapositions of fanaticism uh, in certain respects. Just like this last episode was titled The Gift. And it was sort of like the, the, all the variety of gifts that were being given without, like in different ways. Some wanted, some not wanted. Uh, essentially like the gift of information to throw Cersei into prison. Yeah. The gift of uh, Tyrion to... Uh, yeah. uh, to Daenerys, you know, uh, that idea of the gift of life between the Sand Snakes and uh, yeah. uh, Bronn. A, a lot of gifts. And the then gift the, of showing him her the, stuff. The gift of nudity for the viewers at home, you know. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. There hadn't been much. <laughs> Who's the special treat that we got? All I, all I know uh, is... One of the Sand Snakes, one of these, uh, uh, one of the, uh, she's very, like, Latin-looking girl. Uh, gorgeous. Beautiful woman. Um, 
definitely realizing as the season was going on, like a little bit too much Brienne, not enough brothel in this season. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was like the, the heartbreak of every male viewer is when Littlefinger's brothel gets shut down because that was the one thing that, you know, guys like Todd could look forward to. <laughs> On well, a weekly basis. You know, uh, there's nothing like uh, monologuing to girls making out, like to lesbian mo- making out or, you know, and, and I, there's been a, I, I will give it, there was a lot of man on man action this season. So I'm sure Todd was happy about that as yes, well. Yes, there was. Um, so, I, I mean, there's something for everybody and mostly Todd. So, <laughs> but the, uh, uh, this season, uh, this season's been interesting, especially as a book reader, because I, I mean, things are happening in weird spots. Um, yeah. I don't know what's going to end up happening with Sam because uh, him and Gilly actually like their storyline is completely different in the books, uh, yeah. like completely different. Um, like they don't like they basically Sam gets sent off to go be the new maester in the books. Oh, so whether or not that's going to happen, I don't know at this point. I don't see how it can well, happen. I think it's looking like Sam is going to peace out and take off and go on the run. Well, with the girl that part of the thing is, uh, I mean, in the books, it's more convoluted as well, because uh, the king beyond the wall has a son and they end up swapping his son for uh, Gilly's son because the red, uh, the what's her face? The red priestess yeah. wants to sacrifice him, sacrifice the child. Okay. So they send the king beyond the walls child with Gilly and Sam to down to the aisles to start uh. his training as a maester. I just, it's like everything, like the Cersei stuff is still kind of in line. Um, the stuff with, they cut out a shitload of stuff with Tyrion. Like poor Tyrion and, uh, uh, God, what's his name? I can't think of the old guy's name. Uh, old man sellsword now. Yeah, uh, well, but their story, like their time in slavery is like much, much longer. And uh, it's like, it happens much later in the storyline. Yeah. Like they kind of jump the gun on that and push that in. I think I'd seen enough of that. Well, and that's in the books. It's intolerably long. And not like it's interesting in some respects. And there's like another little person that's running around with them. And you sort of get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like basically Tyrion becomes part of a show where him and another little person Uh, joust on a pig and a dog. So which in I mean, you can't do that on TV. But man, I would love to have seen that just for like a (laughs) minute. But just just because. (laughs) Yeah, speaking of that, did you know they had midget wrestling recently in downtown? Yes. What? <laughs> they had in the, Riverside? Yeah. Wow. And I was like, and people were posting pictures of it online, and I'm all, first off, how did I miss this? How did I not know this was happening? You know? Wow. Second off, why in the 21st century is this still a thing? Like, I oh, thought we had moved geez. past that, but apparently not, you know? Oh. So, um... Anyways, back to Game of Thrones. Everybody's uh, got to work, man. I, I hey, dude, and if I could watch little people do backflips, I'm in, dude. Like, sign me up. So <laughs> there's something so wrong with you. I, I'm right, man. I love. I, you know what? I'm not like like some people get weirdly obsessed about things. I love little people. I don't know why. Like, I could watch Willow like a thousand times and never get tired of it. Like, it is. It's the, just whatever for me. I don't really. Like, when I was like, a kid, care. Little people scared the shit out of me. Yeah, and that was I worked with somebody that the was Oompa like Loompas. that. The Oompa Loompas did it. I, I don't have... Yeah, in that original movie, they're a little creepy. Yeah, so... I mean, I don't have... They, the, intentionally. It sounds, just, it sounds so horrible. I don't have a fear of little people anymore, but... 
It's like in the new Mad Max movie, like the one son that's like all like the tiny little guy. Yeah, what was with that? He was just a deformity. Like he was a legitimate, like real life person that has a you know a, a handicap. So let's put him on display for the. I think I guess it, it sort of makes sense in the world. Yeah, where it's like they're trying to have a healthy boy, a healthy child, essentially. His children. His, see, once again, going back to Mad Max, his two kids were like doofus yeah. and. You know, the one that was smarter, but like obviously yeah. physically deformed. So, um, but anyways, uh, seriously though, back to Game of Thrones. Uh, Theon, man. Theon again, though. Like, uh, will he get his redemption? Can we kill that character off, please? I, well, I'm so tired of Reek. Yeah. Yeah. But he's got a, he's got a betrayer long enough that like the betrayal has meaning and then the redemption has meaning, you know, and Sansa's got to save herself in some respects too, you know? Well, and that kind of come back full circle. Um, there was a lot of backlash over the consummation, the rather violent consummation of that marriage. And I was, part of me was surprised that people were so shocked by it at this yeah. point in the show. I mean, five seasons in, we're really shocked. Basically by this character cut off, Theon's dick. And we're surprised that he had sex with his wife. Yeah, and we thought he was going to be loving? I mean, I think having Theon in the room was a little shocking for me, mm. but it made perfect sense. The book is way worse, man. I'm sure it is. The book, like, because in the book, it's not, he doesn't marry Sansa, he marries Jane, who is a person we met in, like, season one or two, who okay. is essentially Ari's age. Um, and she was basically they're selling her as being Arya Stark because no one had seen her for so long and uh, he does terrible things to her like terrible like he basically makes like Theon participate and then makes her like with the dogs it's like bad like really bad but that's part of like laying the foundation for what's to come because essentially like this happens nightly to this poor girl in the yeah. books and it's laying the seeds. Like the, one of the lines that he put is like every one of her screams was worth a hundred times what any of Stannis's bannermen would bring essentially for the fall of the Boltons. Yeah. Like every time that he was, and I think they're setting that up, this idea of their, well, uh, yeah. Know. And let's, let's be realistic. What do you think is going to happen here? Uh, I, I think people, uh, and I, I really the guy is a pretty sadistic dude. And he said it, he's the new Joffrey in a lot of ways. Yes, he where, is. But it's it's also going to that that standpoint of like in the world of this world, women are have a tough time, and it's, yeah, and it's it's ever present throughout the books and the show. Like there are very few women in positions of powers that have that. That have good lives, and if you look outside of like the 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 monarchy, essentially, like then what woman has a good life outside of the monarchy? Not one. not one at this no. point in the show, you know. And even the monarchy doesn't have a great Thank life. Thank God we didn't have to deal with the house of the no no faces in this episode. I'm oh. so over that whole Arya story. Why, man, dude? That stuff is just nonsense. It's ridiculous. It's going nowhere. No, she can turn into an assassin, dude. She's gonna like gonna come back and like kill some folk. So. If that's the payoff, then I will suffer through. Yeah. But I am so over that whole storyline okay. at this point. <clears throat> I'm so done with it. Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't know that you need to be done with it, but, you know. I, I have a hard time focusing when that stuff comes up. I'm so ready to tune all that nonsense out. Okay. Like, I don't, I don't agree with you. So, but. anyway, back to the Sansa thing. The point I wanted to make was I think it was very interesting timing that as soon as, like, all of these... Um, let's say prominent leaders and whatnot who are like 
strong females in the government started saying, I'm done with Game of Thrones. After seeing that scene, it's, it's too much. I can't, you know, support this. And then the character who plays Sansa put out a I, little I thing. thought it was great to act in that scene. I was yeah, very surprised. She was very excited about it. And I, I think there was a little dose of reality in our oversensitive... False indignity, sir. That's yeah, what I'd say. Yeah. False indignity. So... Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think it in any way glorified no, what happened. In no. fact, it made it even more despicable and, and I, that she's such a good character. I hated the people that are like, oh, well, we had to see it through Theon's eyes, the tragedy. And I'm like, so you would have been more okay with it like being shown. No, it just should have been implied. Well, but that's not the point. The point wasn't just to imply it. No, like, we need to see Theon's reaction. Well, not only I think that, it was brilliant. But people were like, "Well, she could have just come out the next day with bruises on her arms." And I was like, no. "Well, they just did that in this episode." And yeah. for me, it wasn't as readily apparent and it didn't feel as no, personal. It had bruises it had bruises on your arm to portray that she was raped. Yeah, people. I mean, no, look, I, I think it was crucial to the storytelling. I, I, I think you have to really. I hate think him. you don't know where the payoff is going to be. So people that are getting mad about it one way or another, you know, complicated relationships are complicated. It's the same thing with Joffrey. Yeah. Without everything he did, people would not hate him as much no. as they did. He turns into Jamie, where he suddenly it's like, well, he's handsome, so he's likable, and they're like, no, he's a fucking douchebag. As much yeah. as I hated Joffrey, God. He was still one of my favorite characters. Oh, well, you know what my favorite thing about Joffrey still to this day? Watching him get slapped by Tyrion over and over yes. again on YouTube. I can, I can literally replay that video of Tyrion slapping him for like 20 minutes, and I'm like, I feel better now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my anger has subsided. So are, are you still on board with Game of Thrones, though? Oh, 100%. Uh, you know what? It was, it was starting to feel a little mm. sluggish to me, mm-hmm. um, but these last two have been really nice. I hate to see um, Dragon Mama get married to some douchey... I'm not going to spoil that for you. Yeah. I mean, I'm just going to leave okay. that alone. Okay. Um, yeah, that whole thing just kind of like, eh. What's um, his name? Hisark LaRoque? Yeah, I hate yeah, who that cares? guy. He's a douchebag. He's a douchebag in the books, too. Like, even more so. And yeah. it's so obvious. Like, even in the books, you're like, this dude is obviously the one that's, like, leading your, the rebellion against yeah. you. Yeah. And what's his face, Dario, who's like, just round them all up and kill them. Yeah. She's like, I'm not. And this is my favorite reaction. She's like, I'm not a, a killer. I'm a queen. And I'm all, motherfucker, you rolled into town and executed 168 yeah. people when yes. you rolled into town. Yes. Like, who are you fooling? You like, rolled through like three or four towns. And yeah. Just, it's like, you could oh, slaughter. Oh, you don't want to come with me? Peace. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, you should slaughter people left and right and just be done yeah. with it. Yeah. So, um, all right. So let's transition off of Game of Thrones. I want to talk about uh, Tomorrowland real quick and the Disney 60th uh, celebration for Disneyland. I've seen a lot of postings about the 60th celebration. So for those of you that don't know, Disneyland just celebrated its 60th year in business and they had like a big diamond celebration that's going on for the entire year but they initially started off with 24-hour disney which i know people that work there and i talked to them and apparently it was a giant clusterfuck yeah uh where don't they do 24-hour disney every year they do but because it was connected to the 60th celebration they were premiering new like new parades new show like the whole fucking nine and the problem was is that the park reached capacity and there were thousands of people outside trying to get in Basically, all the pass holders showed up to try and get in. And yeah, I got no interest in any of that. I would never. Like, I'm not that guy. But I got friends that did. And I know people and some of Atlanta's ex-students, some of my students. It's just that idea of, like, people that I know that were down there. I have friends that work down there. 
people spitting in each other's faces outside. Wow. Like fights breaking out. Like insanity. Very At Disney of these Disney guys. Disney place on earth. I they... know, right? And they're getting all mad because they're like, well, I got, I, I like people made dinner reservations in California Adventure and couldn't get back into Disneyland. Oh. And they had already been inside Disneyland, so they Ooh. went across the park and they couldn't get back in because the park reached capacity. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, hey, guys, the fire marshal said no. And yeah. this, this to me, I'm going to channel my inner Steve Hale a little bit. Man, this is people's fucking sense of entitlement. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's like, I'm so important. I paid this money. I deserve to be inside, you know? <laughs> And it's like, no, you pay the money. You deserve to go inside. No, you don't because you paid for a passport that allows you the opportunity to go inside. No, see, I disagree with that. If you sell that many passports, you have to be able to accommodate that many people at any the, given time. It's part no. of the shit you sign, dude. Part no, it's sh- it's bad business. No, no excuse but for it. Supply that, and that would say then, too, that they have to provide a, a bathroom stall being a toilet or a urinal for every person that's in the park no. if they all decided at 12 o'clock that they all had to take a shit that's at the, the same, same time how is it not the same if you sell a year pass you should honor that pass and you say you can get in any of those days because you're paying a thousand dollars for this pretty pass. sure though so that, it says something about capacity it did- I'm yeah, sure it does too. I think it's bullshit, but I think that's probably. Shit. But if you signed on to it, then why is it bullshit? Yeah, you know, I think the problem the game is, is ahead of time. I'm I, I've been a pass holder. I was for many years. You are an assholder. I agree. <laughs> yeah. I, yes. Um, <laughs> you're such a dick. <laughs> uh, I think honestly, bottom line is, I think they should get rid of the year passes. Um, I I think that it helps their bottom line. So why would they? I, well, they're not going to. That's not the issue. I think it should be gotten rid of because what it does is it clogs up the gears and people who you know, want to go there and have never been can't go in because there's people who live in Anaheim and go for dinner like I used to do. And it was great when I was doing it. But now it's like, I can't, yeah. You can't get in. They know well, what they got themselves into by, by doing that. Yeah, but they're though. making money hand over fist, dude. Of course. Well, here's the problem. Disney doesn't need any more money. That's they own everything. That's not true, man. If they're going to build fucking synthetics and go into space <laughs> and fucking mine no, unobtainium. Here's, here's how, the thing. How much is parking? I don't know. Let's say, let's 15, say $10. 18 something in that $10. Range. No, it's more than that. It's like 15 okay, or 18 But let's just so for math's sake, simplicity, $10 each to get in. How about 15 Just as simple. By 50%. Oh, my God. $10 <laughs> for parking. <laughs> How many people go into the park on any given day? I think their capacity has got to be somewhere in the, with both parks, somewhere in the 40,000 range would be my okay, guess. Okay, so 50,000, let's take, 60, let's take somewhere half. In that range. So let's 60. say 20,000 people at 10 bucks a pop for parking. Okay, but they're, you're not going to bring 20,000 cars, maybe like 15,000 cars. There are some people who go in one in a car. Let's say even, even, Ten thousand. So your people. point is that Disney's making a lot of They're money. They're making a shitload of money before you even get in the park. Yeah, but they spend a lot of money on a lot of shit, dude. Bullshit. That thing is the biggest cash cow in their empire. Mm, okay. Other than Epcot and, and Disney World. There's a reason they're still open. They make money. They make a hell of a lot of money. Look, all I'm saying $10 is... $10 for a banana on a stick covered in chocolate put in a freezer. 
Yeah, no, it's hey, it's insane. It's not about dude. the banana. It's about who and what hot mom is eating said banana. All right, that's not entertainment for or like a child. That's for the dads. All right, they're doing yes, it for the yes. dads of the world. All right, I will say that my wife does buy that every time you go, <laughs> and, I, and, and I, it's one of my and favorite you encourage parts it every of time going. You go, you're like right? you're like, what ride do you want to go on? Oh none. I'm I'm enjoying the ride I'm, right now. I'm good good as we are, you eat that banana. <laughs> you want another one? Chocolate goodness. Yeah, you want two two at the same time? Can you hold both of them? Hold them higher. There you go. Now say, my, what a wonderful tea party this has been. <laughs> it got a little weird there for a second. <laughs> All right. Uh, no, but uh, anyway, so uh, part of the 60th anniversary is Disney's got a new movie that came out, uh, Tomorrowland with George Clooney. Um, I know I'm the only one in the room that saw it. You may be the only one in the room that will see it. I want no. my two minutes back from watching the commercial. Uh, it's Look, guys, the, the movie itself, great visuals, fantastic visuals. Uh, Brad okay. Bird. They craft like a fun movie. Um, it felt like a movie from the 80s. It was really weird, like a huh. Flight of the Navigator or something like that, where it's like, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying the optimism of it. I just, the end happened a little quick for me um, as far as like the wrap up goes. But the first hour of it was a lot of fun. It had like this weird, like adventure feel to it. Huh. With, uh, and I enjoyed it. Like, I didn't love it. Especially after seeing Mad Max as many times as I've seen Mad Max it's in the last hard, week. Man. Okay, so you give me I mean, you kinda sell it a little with the whole eighties. Look, if you uh, if you the if you enjoy like cause there's the mystery, but the problem is like we already know the mystery, which is fine. Like we we're we're it's alright to be surprised, like, oh, we're gonna go to Tomorrowland. But it's not exactly what you expect it to be, which is fun. Um and the setup for it is a lot of fun. Um, and it's a type of movie that if I was like nine or 10, I might really love a lot, like as a nine or 10 year old, but I, as like an adult, I can, I can go and see a movie with my inner child and still enjoy it. I'm not crass. And I, I don't get mad when dudes play guitars that are on fire. <laughs> you knew that was and, coming. And yell, son of a- yell and scream about movies like kids not enjoying black and white films with sea monkeys in them. Um, I enjoy... <laughs> I enjoy a lot of films for a lot of different mo- reasons. And this one to me is like a good family adventure that I don't know how they spent $200 million on. Wow. But, and they're never going to make that money back. No. $200 million? They don't need to. They get it in a month of parking it. Uh, <laughs> and frozen <Disneyland>. bananas. <laughs> and frozen bananas. <laughs> they should just have like a frozen banana section. Like 50% off for hot moms, you know, something like that. They'd sell a lot of tickets for that too. That's you like know, an e-ticket pineapple ride. Pineapple spears too. <laughs> Pineapple little, little different shape, but you know, still the concept. That sounds painful. I think I've watched that video. That's a porn star name. Or, or my other joke was going to be, oh, isn't that Britney's little sister, Pineapple yeah. Spears? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm glad you went with oh, the lead. God, really? Yeah, I'm glad you Whoa. didn't go with that one. That was why I didn't go with that one, but I had to share it because it was so bad. Um, uh, so, anyways, so you, so you say it was good. I, look, I'm not saying run out and see it. I definitely would say like a oh, video. You ain't got to worry about that. Video on demand. Uh, if you can get it like at the three dollar theater, or if you can get it like as at the drive-in or a double feature with something I else. Spend gas on that. Here's the thing: I think it's designed to be watched in IMAX. I really do. Like the visuals of it were really beautiful. I saw it in 3D. Oh, also Mad Max in 3D. I watched it both ways. Fucking go see it in 3D. It I was don't like 3D, man. It was great though. Loved it. Loved it in 3D. And I, I do not love most movies in 3D, but that one. Was... I don't like ending up the movie with a headache. Okay. You know, I, I mean, just, only like 3D if it's like My Bloody Valentine where you get to see the pitch, pickaxe. There is a great, the there is a great moment though, Todd, where when the car explodes with the guitar player, like in the regular movie, you just see it and it like comes out, and it, but in the 3D, it's all guitar in your face, and then the steering wheel flies at you, and I'm all, <laughs> Captain Eel, where are you? He's all. 
He's like, come on, Hooter, let's go. Was that the name of it, Hooter? No. no. <laughs> was Hooter was say. one of the characters was in Captain Neo. Neo. Was, uh, no, that's what I'm saying. It was in actually the character's name. Yeah, Hooter Is was, Hooter? The, Hooter was the, the reject from the Star Wars can, or, wow. uh, Job of the Hut band with the, the little elephant guy, little Horton guy. Horton hears a who, you know? Wow. So, How did I not remember that? Dude, that's I can... epically bad. I can recite Captain Neo like line for line. And, and I, that says a lot I about I fucking you. love Captain Neo, dude. That'll, that'll be the next episode of Nerd <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even watch Captain EO once without squirming. No, he's like, I love, you know, that's the Captain most- EO was a great place to go, like, get off your feet. Yes. Air conditioning, <laughs> 15 minute nap. And sleep. Watch yeah. Michael Jackson be like, we are here to save the Shut no. Go save the world. No, 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 no. <laughs> Pelvic thrust right in your face. Although I will like, say my favorite what? Michael Jackson track was the one that's now on YouTube where it has all of his grunts and weird sounds all strung together. <laughs> He's like, that's my favorite track. It's, it's, I listened to the whole like six minutes. It doesn't get old. It is brilliant. It's really funny, especially because uh, uh, we had a conversation episodes ago about people, musical artists, and they're yes. like very specific. Uh, and James Hetfield with yeah. a yo. <laughs> and like these people that like sneak this stuff in, and I feel that Tom Hardy does that as Mad Max. With, yeah. Mm, 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 oh. Somebody please auto-retune that into a, <laughs> a track for me. But uh, anyways, uh, Tomorrowland, I, I, and, and I'm going to do this uh, as the summer movie th- uh, season comes through. Uh, if somebody in the room hasn't seen one of the summer movies, we'll talk about it. But uh, I, I, look, yeah, I'm you not, may be holding your breath on that one. Look, I'm not I ain't rushing out to watch. I'm not that saying thing. like, look, out of a, if I was grading it, like I don't grade movies on like a score of one to ten because I think it, that's too subjective. I, I think if you're gonna, if you can sit through Transformers and enjoy that. Or if you can sit through like a Fast and Furious movie and you can enjoy that, and you enjoy movies like The Goonies, you enjoy movies like Flight of the Navigator, you enjoy Monster Squad, movies that involve like journeys and adventures to fun magical places. Um, this is like that type. This is a movie for you. Um, if you are uh, if you're bitter and old and you yell at children to get off the lawn, um, and you only like Again love Leonard Skinner. Um, or whatever it is that you like, Chris. Oh, my God. <laughs> it sounds like I'm being put in that one, too, though. <laughs> Look. I got so many stories of telling kids to get you off the know, You know who might enjoy shit. this movie? Your daughter. Yeah. It's got a female protagonist who's a lot of fun. She's the girl from Under the Dome, uh, which I only watched the first season of that, but I enjoyed her on that. Yeah. Uh, but it's, a, it's all right. It's all right. So, But let's move on. Let's get away from that. Uh, and let's start talking about something we haven't done in a while. It's time for a terrible two, but we're hey. gonna we're gonna we're gonna turn it on its head a little bit, and we're gonna talk about potential terrible twos. So uh, uh, a terrible two. You can do an actual terrible two right. after we do. We gotta talk about some sequels that are in the works that Good we God, are generally yes. not too sure about. So uh, Chris brought up one that he wanted to talk about last episode, and I was like, "What the blue hell? Uh, what, why don't you go ahead and what what was which it? one? There were like eight of them. Well, why don't you talk about any of them? Because um, the legend." Legend of Conan? Uh, yes. I, I think that I do not need to see or, old Arnold Schwarzenegger. Here's the funny part. This old. is the very telling part of this. We just had a Conan with Drago or whatever that fool's name is. It was not Momoa. Yeah. It wasn't really a Conan movie. It was a Cal Drogo movie, yeah. but that's fine. But I mentioned to Carrie, I said, hey, they're doing Legend of Conan. She's like, oh, yes, please. I liked that. I'm like, with Arnold? Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. No, we want the other one. Bring us the other Conan. The other know? Conan was it made no money. Can so. we just yeah. send Arnold the way of Mel Gibson and Dude? Just what is with Arnold and terrible, terrible ideas for like recapturing his youth? 
Well, look, well, the Terminator... he's right there with Sylvester Stallone doing it right now, too. Well, how, how many times does Rocky Balboa have to fail at the box office before we realize that's probably not the, the last best Rocky plan. did pretty well. Rocky Balboa? Yeah, it did well. What? It did well enough that they're making the Creed movie. What? Oh, you didn't know about that? Michael B. Jordan is playing Apollo Creed's uh, nephew. And Rocky is going to be the Mickey role. Oh, God. Going back to us not t- are talking about not the uh, beautiful people not being in Fantastic Four and Michael <laughs> B. Jordan. Exactly. Look, I think, wow. that, I think that movie has potential. I think that well, movie... It's, it's not him fighting. No, at all. He's not... Now, until you got Conan he, fighting. Until he gets up, he gets the crown because of the promoter guy. Like, hey, yo, he, you want some Apollo? And then he goes back to the bar and they get in a street fight. That's right. It Sounds like, exactly uh, like Rocky V, man. Yo, yeah. I, yo, I don't bleed on me, though. You got HIV. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Tommy Gunn, baby. Tommy Gunn. Uh, uh, but yeah, man. So, uh, uh, Mall Brats. Mall Brats. Yeah. Tell me about that. You heard about that? Uh, you know, Where I did you hear about much. this from? I saw it online. I probably comicbook.com or something. Okay. Um, but yeah, and that's a, that's another one. Okay, we don't need Clerks 3. We do need I know Clerks you're 3. on board for it. We do need Clerks 3. See, Fuck I don't Chris. know that I agree with that. I was kind of... I, I retracted my statement that Clerks 2 was a terrible Why don't you two. go back and rewatch Clerks 2? I did. When? Like last week. With one of us? Why would I watch it with you? What, do I need you to hold my dick while I'm watching it? <laughs> no, but I could use that. I know there's a donkey show in it is, and whatnot. Is there an offer going on yeah, here? There's no fluffing necessary to watch this movie. <laughs> no, I'm saying. like Because that's the type of movie where it's like, look, comedy is subjective, but it's also contagious. So when you're around a group of people... So Clerks 2 is the herpes of I mean, the comedy world, as, as, is what you're trying to say. As we were recently talking about Clerks 2, though, we were saying how... Uh, you know, it's a different period of time in the character's life. And that now, I did get. You, did you watch it with those eyes? And now yeah. maybe if you were to go back, now, you might Well, I think Chris is still living in the idea of like these characters being 23 and working no, no, at the no, convenience no, 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 no. store. Not being 33 I, and working at the convenience store. I'm fine with Clerks 2. All right. I'm a little less fine with Clerks 3. Mall Rats should never have been made the way it was made. The original? The original is an abject failure. No. I disagree. I think it's actually one of Kevin his better movies. Smith would tell you that movie was a failure because he didn't get to make the movie he wanted. I'll agree with that. Um, now it brings me back to the newt point. We the, don't need the, the newt point. The, like, the neuter newt. point. I was like newt. She's like newt. My name is newt. <laughs> Shut <laughs> All right. Up. We don't need another Mallrats movie. No, we don't. And we definitely don't need to see Shannon Doherty's goofy eye ass <laughs> on the movie again. Wouldn't you pay to see a movie with Shannon Doherty and Lucy Liu having a stare off? <laughs> Who would win? Dude, Shannon Doherty, her eye is like a full half an inch lower than the other one. By the way, Shannon Doherty, if you're listening to the podcast, I love you. This is all Chris Thayer. Send your hate mail to Chris Thayer at nerdlifecrisis.com. Now, see, I'm still trying to figure out where I stand on Mallrats, too, because... I love the first one, but then I'm sitting here thinking, and, and, and I do but where too, do you go with the second one? But it's one? a bad film. No, it's, it's not a, a bad, bad film. film, and I've watched it a hundred times. It's terrible. I love that movie. That movie's fun. And Michael Rooker in is the back of a awful in that movie. <laughs> Trying to have sex with well, him somewhere like, uncomfortable. Like the back of a Volkswagen? Now, I will say that, that again, it's the Kevin most quotable Smith, out of all of them. writing, yeah. a terrible film. It's not, look, it's not well shot. No. It's trying it's too not hard. It's well acted. Well, no, no. It's trying too hard to be like, can't hardly wait. It's trying too hard. Like, that's what the studio wanted yes. from him. And, and it's not. No. 
No, but it's, there's some it's bad. But no, it's not I would bad. love to see a director. Stop cut. saying it's bad. It's bad. Motherfucker. It's bad. It's it's like Todd loves this movie bad. <laughs> <laughs> I've just it's made bad. a classification. Now, I'm not saying I don't love it in the way that I love summer school. Is it entertaining? It's entertaining. Todd, what are our four classifications for movies? Uh, great, good, entertaining, it's not great. or bad. It's not good. It's entertaining. No. Okay. All right. Uh, it's it's on almost the worst category in Todd's rating scale. No, it's not like a scale. It's just like those are the four things it could be. So the fourth one is bad? Yes. Either a movie's bad. Like you're like, that's bad. Like It's, it's bad slash entertaining. So it fits two of your Entertaining is kind of the catchy one. It's like it's John like, Carter. It's like you're sitting there going. John Carter's entertaining. Yes, it is. It's, it's a very entertaining film. It's not a good film. It's not a great film, but it's fucking entertaining. You have fun watching it. You yeah. know? No, this is my point. Um, will I see it? Sure. It'll be just as terrible as Clerks oh. 2 and, and Marats 1, and, and I'll got, watch it, and I'll probably love it. You got no comedy in your heart anymore. We got an L7 weenie over here. Chris is like, you know what? I got a great movie I just watched, Real Tear Jerker, the other day. It's called Schindler's List. A little thing about a girl in a red dress. And people Second chance movies. Train. <laughs> Really, it's really up I don't your even know what to say to you. <laughs> I'm just like at a, a loss. All right, give me another one. So, Mall Brats, uh, potential I'm terrible so, too. Oh, so not on board, but I'm going to see it anyway. Legend of Conan, potential of terrible Conan. too. No, that's um, not a potential, man. That's uh, Terminator 15, whatever this one is. Terminator Genesis, yeah. yeah. Expendables 4, I think. Expendables 4. I don't know how that's going to happen. The last one tanked really badly. Um, they're going to make it all one, again. The first one wasn't even good. The second one oh, was horrible, no, no. and that's where I gave up. The first one's great, and especially Terry it's uh, Terry Crews' magic shotgun is like the greatest weapon in yes. cinema history, yes. right next to the minigun from Predator. Dude, that thing blows limbs off. Like it's all gonna do, you gotta go back and rewatch that from yeah. like a purely. No, action that first song. one no! was fun, but it's it's the same concept for me as as Mallrats, as Clerks. You're trying to one up what you've already done and as soon as they brought Arnold in with all of his really really bad one liners in the mall rats no (laughs) in Expendables 2 as soon as he was in there like everything became bad I don't blame it on him I blame it on the fact that they forced them to make a PG-13 movie that's the thing too maximum box how did I not love these movies because I love movies with one liners Man, you want to sell Expendables me? Expendables is movie? great, man. I loved that film oh, God, no. for being exactly what it was—a chance for these old ass, like washed up action heroes to have one last hurrah. Not four. You know what? Let's it just was get done. them an eighteen pack and sit them down in front of a campfire, and they can oh, share God. stories. And here's the saddest part: is we will end up going to see this damn movie because my <laughs> wife loves this shit, <laughs> and my kids love it, I and I'm going to be stuck sitting there. I mean, I can get out of some things. Like the other night, they said, we're going to go watch, um, what's the singing movie that just Pitch came Perfect. out? Oh, Pitch, Pitch Perfect 2. And I said, no, I'm not doing that. I, I didn't enjoy uh-huh. the first one. What? I no. love the first you one. You got no joy in your heart. No, Let's be honest. I, I didn't really enjoy it, <laughs> Look, man. If for no other reason, Anna Kendrick, uh, Brittany Snow, Anna Camp. I mean, Wait, Brittany Snow's not in that. No, I don't really care about any of that. Who was the... Uh, the redhead? Yeah. That wasn't Brittany Snow. Her, what was her, her name? name was, uh, yeah, whatever. Else. Who cares? It's a bunch I don't of, know. Oh, no, that is Brittany Snow. Never mind. Boom. <laughs> Sorry, Pradad. The only part of that movie that I found enjoyable were the announcers. 
Oh, really? Because I think that was like the least strong part of the movie. Oh, no. They had some great moments. <laughs> yeah, they that. had some great Muppets. Yeah, there were some, uh, some great Muppets one-liners. Yes. You know? I, it's either way, Chris, you were proving your oldness again and again here. So I, I, Dude, Pitch Perfect is not a great film. You know what movie I liked back in my day? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at school I have a water bottle and I Did squirt the kids. I need one in here. These microphones are too expensive shit. for you to be squirting. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so those are some potential terrible twos. Do you have an actual terrible two? Chris? I do, and you're probably gonna lose your shit on this. He's all um, Empire Strikes Back. The Empire Strikes Back. No. Um, next Friday. I'm not gonna lose it's, my shit on that. It's, it's pretty bad, dude. I never Again, saw those as any know. of those like. like the no, first Friday Fridays, was not cinematic greatness. No, it was but funny. it was funny as hell. Yeah. It was really, really a funny film. Next Friday was still funny, but it was a little overboard. Oh, no, it was terrible. It was absolutely... T- That's the one with um, the little Latino family that lives down yeah. the street. Yeah. Oh, I'm an Aztec warrior. Yeah. It was everything um, that Friday was, but let's make all of the jokes ten times campier like a Mel Brooks film. And all of them last ten times longer than they needed to. It was so so terrible. Uh, see, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna fight with you on that one. It's bad, I, but I, I just, did I did find parts of it funny. And, I don't have any course. affection for that movie though. Like, yeah, that franchise. So I can't really like, see. I loved Friday. It's funny. I thought it was funny. I think I, Chris Tucker's. Now here's the testament. Chris Tucker did not come back for next Friday because it was that bad. Well, he didn't come back for next Friday because he decided he wanted lots and lots of money. And he was making Rush Hour movies. Yes, he was. So he got that Rush Hour money after Rush Hour 1, you know. But, I I mean, yeah. All of those movies were great. Look, I'll accept that as a terrible two, but I don't know that the first movie stands the test of time. Oh, come on. Everybody, including the current generation, loves Friday. Bye, Felicia. (laughs) They love it. All right. I, I mean, yeah. It's, it's a classic in the way that Cheech and Chong's up in smoke. I'm just saying classic. you came at me like you had the greatest terrible two of all time. <laughs> no, no. And you I was come at me with next you, Friday. The guy who loves who loves all the Kevin Smith movies, you're not going to get upset about Friday. Huh? No, because I have no connect. I, look, that those movies are what they are. They're a very 90s form of comedy. Okay. Like, And I'm just like, they're fine. I enjoyed them. There's a lot of weed humor in it, and that's fine. Like, I don't have a problem with that. It's like half-baked. I love the movie half-baked, yeah. but I'm not All like... Right. So concede that this is a bad movie. I, sure, why not? Okay. I barely remember it. That's how I remember the Aztec Warrior bit, and that's it. I, I could not... The- I remember the pink shirts at the record store. Yeah, I could I not name, name a, not remember okay, another well, bit after that. Wasn't that the point that, that these sure. are terrible sequels? Yeah, not a problem. Well, there we go. We're, done we're and done. The Thank love you. interest was smoking hot. Um, I have one that I think will more than destroy Chris and touch and reach out and touch our nerd audience. And that's a movie called Starship Troopers 2. So, uh, Dude, I got no fight there. <laughs> Starship <laughs> Troopers was bad. No, oh, no, no. Oh, Get the fuck on. out. Oh, GTFO. It's, it's, it, was a, it was a bad movie. No, you're it wrong. It was fun as hell. And I okay. watch it once a year at least. No, here's the thing. Okay. But it's bad. It's, it is a super fun movie. It's sci-fi channel I, bad, have you read, no, God, have no. you read the book? No. It's not the book. The books oh, are completely different. The book different. is so like serious and political. And, it is. And then you get the movie and it's like, whoa, what the, was that? The best part what? of that movie is boobs, dude. That's the best <laughs> part of that old movie. It's just boobs. No, I love how uh, my, the original Starship Troopers is fun. It's entertaining. Um, there is like making fun of that idea of the jingoistic, jingoistic culture. Yes, of course. Uh, you know, that it's that whole like 
Paul Verhoeven, RoboCop, I'd buy that for yes. a dollar feel, yes. you know? And especially with all the little cutaway commercials. So campy and bad. Yeah, and it's not bad, though. It's purpose. intentionally campy, and but fun. Yes. But so many great action set pieces in that movie. And then the second one, basically, they were like, hey, we still have this IP, you know? Let's try and do something with it. And it's like this really bad horror film. Casper Van Dien wasn't, or Dean no, or whatever, wasn't in it, right? None of the... Re- none of well, the that's re- why. The Starship quality Troopers- of that actor... Not being in the sequel. Now, Starship Troopers it. 3 Marauder had Casper Van yeah. Dien, but they took the concept of this this scale, like this giant war, and they essentially, because they had no budget, they did it all in one location. Oh. And it was a horror film where like the, the mind bugs like infest this one girl. It's like fucking just unwatchably bad. Oh. It's unwatchably bad in like Texas in Chainsaw two Massacre two way. No, two. What? Okay. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 being bad? Yes. Like, is unwatchably it, bad. Is it like Mad the Bill Max Mo- bad? Like Bill Mosley in Chop no. Top. It's bad. Like that that Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 with Dennis Hopper? Yes. That is not bad movie. <laughs> Todd, 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 I think, shit himself Todd is right relegating now. himself to third Dude. grade speak. No, movie yeah. good. <laughs> no. Speaking no, of Slock love, slock love, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> he starts sounding like your kid. <laughs> well, no, you no, did it, no. Bob Plate. No, no, Chewbacca. No. <laughs> we'll get to that when we talk about dumb shit our kids have done. But my child is now speaking in weird, like he's trying missed, to complete sentences. You guys and he, missed yeah. Steve and I at a convention in the panel watching uh, for hell, for Devil's Rejects. Which is also him, a bad movie. And, oh, shut your mouth. Him and I just sitting there wait, wait, heckling Ro- Bill Mosley the whole time. Did Rob Zombie direct that movie? Yes, he did. Then it's bad. Okay. Just check. The whole Rob Zombie argument, I can't argue with you necessarily on that. Name one good movie Rob Zombie has made that is not The Devil's Rejects. I'm still, I'm still going with... Still, Halloween was great, dude. Halloween was good. That, I like that Halloween better than the original. Oh, oh my god, dude! I think I'm having a fucking stroke over here. <laughs> dude, really? It's not better than the original. I've lost what? feeling in my right arm. This is it not made happening the story right now. Intelligible. Look, oh the, the the remake of Halloween was great because it gave a backstory yes. of the kid, and that was great. That was d- severely lacking Can in we the original. Please get back to the concept of the fact that Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two with Dennis Hopper <laughs> is somehow a good film. You did it, my plate, dumb dick. <laughs> No, Todd. I don't come know. Come on! I have you no idea what you my just. Sunny Bono wig. <laughs> I... Come on, man! Like Chop Top was fucking great in that movie. <laughs> the amount of no's that I have for you right now, I, like no, no, just no, 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 hell no. Right, no, we're, we're gonna have a day no. where we sit down with Clerks Two and Texas Chainsaw Massacre no. Two. Yeah, that ain't gonna happen. I think Steve's got my back on the Texas Chainsaw Massacre too. Well, I think Steve you two likes could see monkey movie. I, I think you two could sit there and jerk each other off in the theater, and you could like be the only two that enjoy it. But yeah, you know what? Creature from the Black Lagoon is actually a good movie, All but right. it's a great movie. All right, but I just I'm not like Steve, where I'm like I want to own like a one four scale model of the creature of the Black Lagoon swimming like a sea monkey, or conversational stormtroopers. Or whatever nah, else goofy shit that I'm he good. has bought recently. So I, uh, you know what I saw it when I was a kid, and that's good. I don't need to see it again. Oh, really? I'm trying to think great. what order of all the Universal monsters it is for me, and I think it's probably number four. Ooh, for me, it's actually number two. Really? Of uh, like the cre- Universal monsters, you like creature better than uh, than, than what? Than well, what would your number one be then? Uh, Frankenstein. Okay, so I love like, Frankenstein's you monster. You like creature better than Wolfman? Yes, but- I think Wolfman's gay. 
I'm sorry. I, and I don't mean that in like a, uh, like, I think he's, you know. Wolfman is my number one. Uh, Wolfman's nards. They, but they annoy me. Wolfman's <laughs> nards. <laughs> Wolfman has nards. Back to my. I, bo- I apologize for, for saying that he's gay, too, because that insults my gay friends. I think Wolfman is stupid. See, it's like the concept of the Wolfman, of the original Wolfman, is lame. It's like there's nothing exciting or fun about it. Uh, Dracula, like all of the Dracula movies to me are, at this point, they're so redundant that I'm over it. Dracula's number five on my list. Dude, you know what? I know we talked about it a long time ago. Mummy is unwatchable. I hate the mummy. The mummy to me is like, oh, wait, wait, wait. The mummy to me is like the dumbest because it's like, it's like slow moving zombies where you're like, (laughs) it's coming for me. And in the modern world, you're like, quick, let's get in the car and not be here. Yeah. <laughs> watch, like, watch the Invisible let's Man Let's get in the again. car and run it over. The Invisible oh, Man is so highly underrated. You know, I forgot. That movie is... Is that considered like, a universal monster, though? Yeah. Okay, well, then I would put... If, if I had to include the Invisible Man, I think Invisible Man moves into the third position. Behind Creature from the Black Lagoon and Frankenstein. Okay, now, my point... No, wait, wait. Is there any don't other... Don't cut me off, you Hold ass. on, hold on. Is there any other universal creatures that we... Uh, no, there's six. Frankenstein, Dracula. Because you know what I'm going to talk Wolfman, about. And you're doing it mummy, on purpose. Invisible Man. So the new Dracula that came out, Dracula Untold... Oh. Now, let's talk... I thought it was not real great terrible. Just give a, did we just you know give what's funny? I'm turning off your mics. I'll turn them off. Okay, their mics are off now. <laughs> no, the, no. Uh, is my mic actually off? No, it's not. You're a dick. The uh, I was surprised because you know I'm I get drugged to a is lot of these. Is this Dracula Untold? Yeah, I I was really surprised. I think it's the name. I think it's in the title. It should have just remained that way. No, it was Wasn't it was Queen actually on the enjoyable. <laughs> Queen, Queen. It's just my whole reference towards no, no. damn period pieces and playing new modern day music. Oh, okay. I thought oh, you were no, making like a flash. It's all dun, 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 dun. I you know what it was you not. Know! It was not as bad as 90% of the Dracula films that have come out. Because most of them are purely bad. Here's how I feel. Wait, wait, wait. Now, are you talking vampire movies or are you talking Dracula movies? Either. Either. Because... It was, it was watchable. When was, what was the last uh, I was Dracula movie that surprised. came out? I mean, Dracula I was, Dead and Loving It? <laughs> Francis Ford Coppola's uh, Bram Stoker's, which was great. No. Ah, no. No. I would say on the Todd scale, it was entertaining. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Keanu Reeves. He's all, whoa. Case in point. Whoa. Keanu Reeves. Well, I am so excited about hunting Dracula's. Gary Oldman. If you're going to give me the Keanu Reeves argument, Matrix. Here, Gary, now nah, he's fine in the Matrix. Wait, here in Gary Oldie Oldman, times, Dracula ew. lives in the castle. What? Ew, Gary Oldman. No, Gary Oldman was dope in that movie. Ew, he was did disgusting. A great job. No, he did a Gary great job. Gary Oldman's... No. no. He did a great job in that. You're wrong. He was ew. You're wrong. And, and who wrong. was the girl? Winona Ryder you're wrong. and her fabulous... Yeah, again. Boobs. Number three. Three strikes, you're out. <laughs> All three... Uh, once again on Winona's writer's boobs, I would say they're entertaining. Entertaining, <laughs> not say they're not good great. or great. Not, they're not, not bad. Quite good. Definitely entertaining. <laughs> what the hell? I don't know. Back then, I think they were probably between good and great. I would say they were entertaining. So that's <laughs> yeah. as far as they're, they're no Katie Holmes. Anyways, uh, uh, who's Katie Holmes? You know who Katie Holmes is? Who's that? From Batman Begins and from Dawson's Creed. And she's somehow, like, uh, impressive? You need to go online and do some research, sir. Um, no, I'm going to take your word There's a movie called that. The Gift. Yes, there is. With Greg Kinnear. Uh, so, good stuff. Um, actually, a good movie, they, too. They, they weren't that great. Hey, hey now, hey now. 
Well, whatever. I'm, I'm going to defer to you on this because I'm not going to look up Katie Holmes' boobs. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm good. So what you're saying is you want to stay married is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. All right. I, I'm, I've seen plenty of boobs. I'm good. I, I got Game of Thrones. So, so, so you've officially, like, on top of being an old man yelling people get off on your lawn, get off on your lawn. Dude, I'm... <laughs> Please get off of my lawn. I got gophers. You're like, you know, get off on my lawn. <laughs> Over here. I've got a dry so, spot. Anyway, I got a picture of Katie Holmes' boobs. Moving on. We got we covered Mall Bratz is stupid. Okay, we're done with second chance. <laughs> second chance uh, Chris, you got a second chance game for us. I do, I do. And actually, um, in trying to keep updated, I tried to get the um, tablet version of this game. And after five minutes, I deleted it because it lost all of the charm and all of the fun. So how is it a second chance game? <laughs> the original. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Roller Coaster Tycoon. Oh yeah, dude, that's great. A Those games are great, great, great game. Do not download it on your tablet. Terrible. It's awful. And especially like the pay to play version that they have now is not fun. But it's, if you, it's so not good. They've tried to make it more interesting, mm-hmm. and it was fine how it was. Roller Coaster Tycoon Three is a fantastic game. Really? See, I did, I tried. I could never get a machine to play it. Nah, dude, you got to oh, because play it on your new one. Um, no, it, I ain't loading that thing in. If you've got all of the download packs and all the fun shit you can do, it's a great game. I liked Time the concept. Waster. I bought the disc. I like the concept that you could actually get on the roller coaster that you designed. And yeah. you could ride the coaster. That's and I fun. thought that was a great addition. I just could never get it to work right on any of the machines I had. I bought, you know, like video cards, sound cards. I updated all my shit and it still never worked right. Um, again, nothing wrong with Roller Coaster Tycoon 2 Deluxe, the, the Look, last one. They're all you can fun get. games. But Roller Coaster Tycoon 3 is like sort of like the pinnacle. And especially because you can build like water park shit and there's yeah. more theming. And it's like you get to ride. You can actually like 3D ride the ride that you create, which is like a lot of fun. Yeah. And once I get my Oculus Rift, I'm going to like load Hell it up yeah. and like I'm going to VR myself. I'm, dude, I'm never coming out of virtual reality once the Oculus Rift comes. <laughs> I'm going to be like. How far out are we on that? Uh, it's, it's, there's supposed to be because fa- <laughs> Facebook bought it. Uh, so really? yeah, they're supposed to be coming out with that in uh, fuck. It's not too long from now. First quarter of next year. I saw something on on uh, I don't know Facebook. Somebody had a post where um, they were watching porn movies through the Oculus, and they were tripping on it. But the overall reaction was it was just too weird. Like people were not digging it. They had them. They one of the booths. The guy not had digging it. it with porn or not yeah. digging it all together. No, no, that it was it was too bizarre. For the porn. porn, yeah. Oh, well, you know. It'll, somebody will figure it out. Yeah. No, like, they, somebody will figure they, out where, I like, mean, I can look down, and then I'm, like, looking over here, and yeah. then I'm coming back, you know. Somebody will figure that out. But the, the, the thing is, is there's games being developed specifically for it. That's cool. Um, and yeah, I've seen that. EVE Online, they have a, basically, a, a, like, a fighter game uh, that's coming out uh, that's a dog fighting game. And that's all it is. And it's designed to be played on the Oculus. Is it sponsored by Michael Vick or what? No, not, <laughs> not, not dogs, like, burr, 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 but like in space. <laughs> I love when Chris really thinks his joke is funny. He's all. <laughs> it was, it was I'm going to face. Because, because 
I realized you were trying to make a dog fighting joke. And once again, Chris bringing up the sports reference on our nerd related podcast. Everybody knows Michael Vick. Come on. Oh, yeah. For, nobody knows anything about his game, but they know he got busted for fighting dogs, dude. Was he like punching him? I heard he's a southpaw. <laughs> I was still going there next. <laughs> now, your face was like, Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> I, I just can't say enough about I've it. Gone full blown Muttley. <laughs> yes, yes. All right, it's time for uh, it's time for the uh, that wonderful uh, spot called "Dumb Shit Our Kids Did This Week," oh, and I think we're going to end the show with this segment. Uh, so, as it was brought up earlier, I think we've I think we've jumped the tracks. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm going to just lead right into it. So my son is starting to speak more. Like he's legitimately starting to speak more, but. Uh, uh, He's learning syntax. Uh, he talks about himself in the third person a lot. So I, I was kind of getting bored with that because I felt like I was living with a rock star because he's all, you know, Dada, Ronald Andrew hungry. And yeah. I'm like, I'm like, you say, I am hungry. So now it's like he's I aming everything. He's all, I am peep. <laughs> and I was like, uh, what? Oh, you're, yo, you need to go to the bathroom. Okay. So I, I've moved in with the English as a second language learner, essentially, <laughs> at this point. Um, I'm fully expecting him to... Uh, he's, uh, he's Borat at this point. It really is. And, and sometimes it's really funny King because... King of the castle. King of the castle. <laughs> he, he says some shit now that like cracks me up, dude. And it's like... And some of it's just the way he you says You should write it, it down. That I, way when he's like guy's first girlfriend... You can say, hey, uh, son, remember when you said, uh, you know. Well, and he's very persistent, which kind of cracks me up. And once again, we the idea of him, like, like he'll be all, oh, uh, hi, Dad, morning. You, you awake? Uh, yeah, buddy. We're, Mama and I are awake. Um, yeah, good, good. Um, I am hungry. <laughs> Want to go eat? <laughs> and uh, uh, No, buddy, we're going to wait. Uh, like, it's pretty early. It's only 7 o'clock. Yeah. We're not going to have breakfast yet. Mm, mm. Dad, do want to go downstairs? Uh, n- why, buddy? What's downstairs? Mm, want to eat? That's <laughs> well, like, uh, okay, buddy. Yeah. Uh, why don't we wait a little more? Uh, it's just, it's to me, it's like, it's like the speaking in combination with like the new learned behaviors. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, my child loves sports, which is not lost on me. I, I love sports as well, but he loves to play sports. Uh, but he's picking up on like weird nuances. So we just got done watching the Clippers get bounced out of the uh, the playoffs. We've been watching a lot of NBA games. And uh, gonna keep bringing this shit up. I'm uh, sorry, Todd. I, hey, I'm feeling Dude, your pain. It's not as like well. it's a new thing. It's like every damn year. <laughs> Shut up. This is Chris. not a surprise. I hate you. I hope you get herpes. <laughs> All right. I, uh, and I want you to know that I, with every fiber of my being, withheld those comments on Facebook <laughs> the night that it happened. Because I felt your pain because I know it matters to you guys. Oh, man. It's like when the Angels got bounced last year. I basically unfollowed like five people that I know on Facebook <laughs> because they posted shit on my timeline. I'm trying not to go too deep into my love for the Clippers. Well, either way. So he has this little basketball hoop that we got him for Christmas. And he, he got to the point where when the game would be on, he would shoot the basketball along with the game. And he enjoyed it, huh. uh, uh, which is funny. And then, But now he is... Uh, he will go and he got his whistle. This just happened like yesterday for the first time. And so he's like, Dada, wh- 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 where's, where's, where I am my whistle. And I'm all, uh, you're, uh, no, I want my whistle. Oh, okay, ESL boy, here we go. So I give him his little whistle and he puts it in his mouth and he like throws me the basketball. And he's like, got it in his mouth. He's all, Dada, shoot, 
shoot basket. And so I like shoot the basket and he blows the whistle like as hard as he can and like puts his arms up in the air like it's a three-point shot. And then he goes and gets the ball and he chucks it back to me and he goes, like, and then puts his hand up like, and I'm like, he's been watching the referees. I'm all, my son doesn't want to be a basketball star. He wants to be a basketball referee when he goes up. Your kid's going to be the team mom. I hope you need to brace yourself for that. (laughs) He's... He's gonna be the. He's gonna be a cheerleader. Is no, no. He, he, he for him, it's all about telling other people what to do. Like that's what he's well, all wonder about. Wonder where he gets that from. Hey, fuck off. <laughs> he's all about being in control of the situation. So it makes perfect sense that he would be the coach you or the referee. You know, your wife is gonna have him watching musicals soon, right? You know, he's already watched a lot of musicals for the last three years, yeah. right? All right. He, he loves musicals, yes. although he likes parts of them. So I love musicals. His his favorite is Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Actually, no. Um, I think. I think his favorite musical that she's done at her school at this point was probably Susical. He really liked Susical a lot, and he enjoyed portions of Shrek. It wasn't Gypsy. Uh, no, we don't do stupid <laughs> musicals. So no, he liked Hair. He really he's like, "Nama Dada, look Bush." <laughs> no, he didn't. Yes. Yes. No, he didn't. We didn't do Hair. You dumb. Oh, I, it just registered. You're talking about high school theater. <laughs> No. That's funny. Uh, no, you know, he's... Uh, uh, dada, shoot. <laughs> dada, 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 penis. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a word in his vocabulary, yes, actually. Yes, I know it is. So, uh, oh, dude, that's all we talk about here is like genitalia in this damn house. Oh, I really? Mean, is she I, a friend of yours? Or Yeah, yeah. Good times, you know. She's from... Uh, she opens for you a lot down at Sweden. the coffee shop. <laughs> So, Hello, Genitalia. <laughs> yeah, I'm here to play some songs. Dude, I'm... I have to leave the house. <laughs> I literally, like, yesterday, I'm like, I, I can't handle any more talk about, like, the the smiling dolphin, which is, like, the, the happy <laughs> vagina. I don't need to... Or... <laughs> It's like Todd's having a meltdown. Todd's it's like, losing it. If we're not talking it. about the epilady, Flipper, run for help! Run for help! Or, Flipper, run, run, braiding vagina hair because they need to trim it up. And I just, I, I just leave. I, I spend my majority of my time out here. I refer to that as BGW or Bush Gone Wild. So yeah, I don't need to hear about all that. Like Crocky. I, I don't need to hear about what direction somebody's nipple is pointing. I don't need to hear about any of this nonsense. Oh, really? They don't just point one direction. No. You like to lie to Only for world. one direction. <laughs> I, I'm so at this point. I was setting you. Up I remember for that. years ago, Todd once said that he watched. A Girls Gone Wild video, and by the end of it, he was tired of boobs, which is unheard of for Todd. Uh, I kind of feel it was, that way. I think it was mostly because of soreness and uh, maybe, maybe <laughs> lack of grip. But yeah. uh, you know, no, I, I mean, I'm at that point now. It's like I don't want to hear about boobs. I don't want to hear about women. I just, I just want to come out here and have it be quiet. <laughs> You don't want to see this. No I'm more. So, I'm no, so defeated, dude. No more smiling dolphin. Or, no. Yeah, if I were you, I'd make like Iron Maiden and run for the hills. I'd, I've never heard the smiling dolphin before. <laughs> That's <laughs> they. They're they're only two different kinds. Oh really? There are the firecracker exploded there, or it's a dolphin smiling. Oh and, really? No, I disagree. Yeah. Well, that's that's sometimes there's the wombat as well. You oh, can't forget about right, the wombat. Right. So. <laughs> Todd's having I visual. think these are Dane Cook bits. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, because then I'd be like, and then I went outside and I saw a vagina and it looked like a wombat. Oh, I'm Dane and Cook. Then run across. <laughs> all right. There's no. These love are for... all great visual jokes. Yeah. That listeners <laughs> are not getting. <laughs> you, I mean, you said Dane Cook, and he doesn't really, you know. Yeah, I mean his jokes are horrible, and he's just visual. Just does these stupid. Little... All right. So anyway, 
enough about the smiling dolphin. <laughs> so anyway, so back to the boy. No, Ronald Andrew. And he, no, his, I mean that was a great segue. Uh, Ronald Andrew, uh, uh, my little ESL language learner, uh, and then the uh, uh, the. I, I mentioned the T already. We got a T that he was hitting off of. That that's like his other new obsession. Oh, okay. Um, uh, but the last thing is he's finally gotten large enough to ride the tricycle. And uh, uh, my lights, all my little expensive Malibu lights that I put in the backyard, uh, out of the 18 I originally had, six are now still standing. You been her them? <laughs> Did he been her them? Like, dude, you know what it is? Dude, if I put some like Mad Max like like spikes on the side of this thing, yeah. like this kid could do some serious damage it's that in the toy, world, isn't it? That your your sister bought for him? No, it's a tricycle. It's not. Well, no, we haven't we haven't put together the fucking the Jeep oh. yet. <laughs> it's still in the box in the garage. I was gonna say you took the Ronald Andrew to see the. The Mad Max movie. Now he's breaking all your dude, shit. Dude, how did I miss that, dude? Like, that's a good idea. I should repaint that thing and put some like Mad Maxian stuff yep. on it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Dress him up as a war boy for Halloween, dude. I'm missing the boat. You are. You just gave it. me dude, a great I'm gonna idea. I'm going to go home and like draw this out for you. <laughs> That'd be the greatest trick or treating ever. Um, no, man. But the the uh, the tricycle, Captain Destructo, dude. Like nice. just destroying my lights. And I'm like, every time I look, I, Elena's like, well, why don't you fix them? I'm all, they're not fixable. He has literally broken them. They're destroyed. They're gone. They are. And they're, I mean, I, I it just, yeah, it's not good at all. But, you know, I love him. So I don't, you know, I haven't strangled him yet. But for the most part, yeah. he's doing pretty he's good. He's not a teenager yet. No, 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 no. But, you know, we just see if he can. I'm kind of surprised Darian made it to uh, to graduation. So. Did she officially graduate yet? Her. No. Um, well, it's Thursday. That's right. That's right. But so. she, she got, there was a picture of her in like a cap and gown. Um, They had baccalaureate. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, she, oh. She actually was chosen to do the introduction. I love that show. Did she get a rose or is that? What's that? The baccalaureate? Um, no, she was oh, not chosen. You Jesus Christ. Suck it. Really? <laughs> is that, we is we that, definitely devolved I thought that was yeah, bad the Spanish pun. version like, of The Bachelor. Have we been in this room too long? <laughs> we have. Just, we're starting to get a little punchy. Um, so do you have more about, about the kid? No, or? no. Okay. I just look. Because like, I have something that... Go ahead. Share. Share. Okay, so she's nobody not will cop to it. She's saying she can hear us. Yeah. <laughs> no one will cop to who did this, but... Lauren went to the grocery store, and when they put the groceries away, somebody put the magic shell in the fridge. Yes. So the, Do whole, you know, thing, the whole thing is hard now? It was a solid <laughs> block of chocolate. <laughs> this free, now, if you're not familiar with what magic shell is, it's chocolate coating that you put can, on your ice cream. Can't you just melt it again? And when it, when it hits the cold... It hardens, That's which is the said. magic of hey, it. I, I, got a, I got a story. Uh, it's a <laughs> dumb shit I did. So I once put the magic shell in the freezer in the refrigerator. <laughs> yeah. I once did that. Yeah. <laughs> and and I, I look, Phoebe goes, oh, look, I found a thing of magic shell in their fridge. And I said, wait, what? Why would you put that in the fridge? Can't it you? says right on it, do not refrigerate. <laughs> Can't you just take it out of the fridge? Well, what I did is I took it out. You read the back of the bottle and it says, if some dumbass puts it in the fridge. Does the Hershey company actually print that on yeah, the back says, of it? If some idiot puts in case of in dumbass. the fridge, run it under hot water. You know, I mean, you could leave it out on the counter, but, you know, I do like they say on the directions and I put it under hot water. And I, you know, I haven't opened it yet, but it felt like it wasn't a solid brick of chocolate <laughs> anymore. Did you feel so. the need to hit one of the kids with it? No, I just, you know, I, it's like a good punishment tool. No, I don't want to punish them. I <laughs> want to humiliate them. That's the best part. So here I am. Whoever did it, um, 
and, and all of them in there are potential suspects here. Do you ever get um, into that argument with the missus about what does and doesn't belong in the refrigerator? Because we have that argument all the time. Occasionally, somebody will put the controller in the fridge for the TV. <laughs> oh, I get yelled at for leaving it open all the time, which is now why we have a refrigerator that beeps. You leave it open? Accidentally. Yeah, I don't know that it ever happens for me. Yeah, I just sometimes I'll walk away and just leave the fucking fridge open. But the no, other one, like, close how right open away. are we talking? Like open, <laughs> <laughs> like fully open, like not like you wow. kind of tried to close the door and it just didn't. That's pretty impressive. Well, that happens too. <laughs> yeah, but um, uh, we get in arguments over things that should be refrigerated. Like she tries to refrigerate ketchup, and I'm all, I don't want fucking cold ketchup. Ketchup. What's wrong with refrigerating ketchup? I don't want it cold. Isn't it supposed to be refrigerated after opening? Well, that's the thing. It's like if you are the type of person that uses ketchup once a year, then yes, it should be refrigerated after opening. Or if you have like the Costco bottle of like the tub of gallon of ketchup, then sure. But if you have like a pint of ketchup, like that's not that much ketchup that it's going to even after opening, like it has preservatives in it. It sits on a shelf somewhere. Yeah, I'm, I'm not with you on this one. What else you got? Jelly. What? You probably leave your mayonnaise out, right? No, you can't no. leave that out. Miracle Whip you can leave out, but not mayonnaise. Because the miracle is anybody enjoys eating that shit. Miracle, I like miracle. Whip is, I like oh my God. Whip. What is wrong with the two of you? I don't even know you anymore. Where, where we well, back in my day, we didn't have Miracle Whip. We just ate shit from the cow directly. All right. <laughs> we had lard. <laughs> I just I scooped it right out of its ass and put it on my sandwich. And mm. we were all fine. <laughs> um, Bread and Crisco. Uh, uh, so jelly, like jams, jelly and jams. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. Oh, no, it says refrigerated on the back. Yeah. I, I just, for me, it, like, doesn't bother me at all. Like, I'm like, whatever, it's cold. It won't be here that long, you know? She refrigerates the fucking peanut butter. Do you know how hard now it is? that I have a problem with. Do you know how hard it is uh, to get peanut, cold peanut butter out of the thing? Exactly. I'm no, a, that, ain't, that ain't good. You might as well just freeze it while you're at it. You know what we refrigerate? <laughs> what? Syrup. <laughs> Why? It's Because the ants get to it. Well, that... But then... That's a good point. I have... How, but you know how long you have to wait... <laughs> For maple syrup <laughs> to, to warm up? Slow going. That's Dude, all it is. Slow going. It's like molasses. I think it says on it's the ridiculous. back, uh, dumbass to put this in the refrigerator, run it under hot water. Yeah. Well, which is what you have to do because you can't microwave that shit. Yeah, it you can't. You got to turn it on its side and then, it, you know. You take it out of the package and put it in a little bowl. But the point well, is, it's, it it's in a bottle. If you can get it out of the package, then you don't need to microwave. This okay. is true, right? All right, all right. How about uh, the other things that we get in arguments? Uh, bread. She refrigerates the bread. Dude, we have bread in our freezer. That shit is even worse because there's. Why would you freeze bread? Because it's terrible when you pull it back out. It tastes. Here's the thing. She got that from her mom. <laughs> And she says, my mom is crazy. She freezes the bread, but then we freeze it too. <laughs> yeah, but there was a sale on bread, Chris. You don't understand. <laughs> get it. I, I could get nine loaves, loaves for $10. Like, that's such a good deal. We have two frozen loaves in there. I don't know, man. Uh, and I don't think we've ever thawed one out. How do you even do that? Uh, well, you, gotta, you can't thaw it out because it's gross after you thaw it out. You got to toast it. So what? You take frozen bread and toast it? Yeah. How's that work? I don't know. <laughs> Delana does it all the time. Now I'm going to have to go inside and toast some frozen ass bread. <laughs> I don't want toastsicles. <laughs> I don't even get uh, it. I disagree. I, I would love it. some toastsicles. I would like to see if the hot and cold somehow can mix into one pleasing item. And how do you not burn up your toaster with the water coming off the toast? Because you're using a toaster, not like a, t a click down toaster, like a toaster oven. A toaster oven? Who has a toaster oven? I do. I do. What? 
Why would you even have those in, in 2015? Why? Because my roommate had one, was moving out, and said, Hey, you want the toaster oven? I said, Sure. Wait, do you use the toaster oven? I actually do. Yeah, then, then you can't diss the toaster. You're like, you know, well, fuck that toaster oven. I'm going to go make some toast. <laughs> I do it <laughs> you know? to make like, uh, you know, garlic bread or whatever. So. All right, see? But it there's has- an oven for that. Yes. Right? Well, it's right. called a toaster no, oven. No, and that's the thing. No, I mean, there's like an actual oven. That's that the you thing. I would in. not have gone out and bought myself a toaster oven because I have an oven. We use but- our toaster oven all the time. I don't even that doesn't even compute. Elena's like anti microwave. She gets mad when I microwave shit. I, I can sort of understand that in a sort of crazy conspiracy theory. Like I know you need to cook it on the on the on the thing. You put some uh, water in a pan and then you put it in. And I'm like, no, you put it in the fucking microwave for. 10 does she seconds. talk like that when she's cooking? in my mind? That's what it oh, sounds okay. like. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so jumped the rails. <laughs> okay, one last thing on the on the things that shouldn't belong that shouldn't go in the refrigerator. So any parts of peanut butter and jelly sandwich, I'm totally against being in the refrigerator. I'm All cool right. with the jelly. That's fine. No, not the peanut butter. No, none of it. And not the bread. Definitely not the fucking bread. Um, she weirdly doesn't refrigerate the butter. What butter should not go in the refrigerator? Well, it's bullshit. Margarine should, but not butter. Why not butter? Butter because it gets hard. Yeah, but it's also going to get bacteria. That's why you keep it in a enclosed case. You don't just leave it sitting out on the counter. Is it fucking like hermetically hermetically sealed? Like no oxygen's going to it? That's what the cases are for. This ain't the dark ages, man. You understand how oxygen works, right? You like open the lid, oxygen gets in. And you anytime okay. you get butter, but we'll have butter sitting out on the counter all the time, like a stick of butter. Yeah, I got no problem with butter. Now margarine is a little different thing. Um, See, now, here's the thing. If anybody can get away with butter not going in the fridge, it's probably me. Because Do you just eat it off a stick? Well, you remember when we used to live <laughs> I together. I just eat the butter. You know how many times this guy used to give me shit when we used to live together? Goddamn, butter's empty again. <laughs> Todd, Todd is like, oh, I'm going to have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And he, the butter part is actual butter. Yeah. Or I'm going to have some noodles and butter. And most people will take like a slab of butter. And Todd's like, I'm going to take the I can't believe cool. it's not butter thing and like dump all of it into his noodles. I, I cook like, with butter. I like butter. Well, margarine. I'll, I'll make That shit ain't butter, morning. dude. Well, whatever. I got butter, too. I use D- that you too. got butter, too, the sequel? Yeah. Is that a terrible It's a terrible, too. <laughs> All right, we are getting punchy. That's the end of the episode, folks. I hope you guys had a good time at our our tedious discussion about shit you shouldn't put in the fridge. And hey, if you got something and or you agree or disagree with us about shit that shouldn't go with your fridge. Yeah, definitely come to my aid here with this jelly thing because you cannot leave jelly out once you open it. it. It is fucking preserved. Jelly should go in the fridge. It's preserved jelly it's not fruit. For any other reason it's not that fucking it formaldehyde that it's preserved in. Yeah, but how long are you keeping jelly for? Are, are you like storing it for a year, dude? It's well, the same yeah. concept. I, I don't go through a lot of jelly. It's the same concept as microwaving lettuce. Who the fuck microwaves lettuce? Well, what? if you heat up a burger, you take the lettuce yeah, off, and, the then lettuce you off the and then you put the meat in by itself, and then you put it back on the bun afterwards. Exactly my point with the jelly. And that's jelly where it should be cold. But that's where a okay, toaster. So. That's where a toaster oven comes in. So, anyways, guys. <laughs> If you, t- if you use your toaster oven, nothing you don't have to worry about it because everything's crispy. Jesus Christ. Even the jelly? Even the fucking jelly. <laughs> you made crispy jelly. It's- <laughs> what the hell is going on here? All right, folks. We have not been drinking. All right. All right. Once again, guys. Are going to do a drunk show? Uh, it's got to be coming up around the corner. Thursday's graduation. Oh, shit. Yeah, but you got another one, don't you? Oh, dude, she's... 
she, she don't count. Autopilot, yeah. Yeah, she don't count. The other ones are fine. See, I, I figure that, you know, I, I got the other two graduated. Two out of three ain't bad. We got to stop because it's coming to the end, folks. All right. So anyways, this has been a fun episode. We ran a little long uh, all no times, but we hope you guys had a great time. Once again, uh, I'm Ron Miltz. Chris there. Todd Bimble. The Ringo of the group, as it would. The Meg White of the Jack Stripes. Thanks for coming in and being here with us. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you were the Boy Tinsley of the group. He's the violinist. Uh, you were the Tito of the Jackson 5. Yes, We're so glad for you to be here, buddy. Thanks a lot, and we'll see you guys again soon. Music for the Nerd Life Crisis podcast is provided by Big Papa and the TCB. All music available at bptcb.com or at iTunes. The Nerd Life Crisis is recorded at the Inland Blues Studios. Make sure to subscribe to The Nerd Life Crisis at iTunes and like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram or Twitter at Nerd Life Crisis. 